allow me to take you through a journey. I want to take you through a journey. I was praying Monday morning. And as I began to pray for wealth transfer, the Lord said, actually, this whole year was about wealth transfer. It was a process. And I will show you how the Lord took us through a process to ensure that we really make it and we really partake of wealth transfer. Are you there, somebody? Are you there, somebody? We learned the spirit of jealousy. The spirit of jealousy. We also learned about the lying spirit. The spirit of jealousy. The prophet said it might actually be you carrying that spirit or people carrying that spirit against you. So if you are carrying that spirit, it means you are also carrying it against someone, right? Because people will carry it against you. So this spirit, you need to be away. You need to be so away. Am I carrying the spirit of jealousy? What happens when a brother is testifying? How do you feel? Are you really happy? Genuinely happy? Or you're thinking, ah, but we were praying together. How come the Lord has not answered me and only answered my brother? A spirit of jealousy has entered. Are you here, somebody? And with a spirit of jealousy, you cannot partake of wealth transfer. When people have jealousy against you, let me start with this part. You will have the wealth and their jealousy will prompt them to kill you. I said you will have the wealth, but their jealousy will prompt them to kill you. Remember Saul, when he became jealous of David, he left no stone unturned. In his mind, he made up his mind. He wanted David dead. He did not want to injure him. He wanted David out, dead. That's what jealousy can do. Jealousy will move in stages. So you cannot say I will partake of wealth transfer when a spirit of jealousy is being born against you. The spirit of jealousy will make sure that the wealth that comes to you, you don't eat it. You don't enjoy it. You don't live in that life of wealth. So tonight, we are going to deal with the spirit of jealousy. I said tonight, we are going to destroy the spirit of jealousy. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we learned seducing spirits. The spirit of prostitution. Do you remember this one? It is the spirit that will be whispering to you. Ah, since January, you've done everything. People are receiving. Nothing is happening in your life. Leave church. Leave church. The seducing spirit. It will give you all the reasons. You will even be justifying it. You even have the wisdom for you to do it. Are you here, somebody? The seducing spirit. Beware of seducing spirits. They seduce. Are you here, somebody? They seduce. Which means before you know it, you have fallen by this spirit. Are you here, somebody? When a seducing spirit takes over your mind, you will not even reason. You will not even reason. The same prayers you've been praying, the same word that you are full of, it will not work because you've been seduced. So this spirit will grab you and seduce your mind. It will take over your brain 
and it will begin to now speak to you and just give you national. You will be now justifying things within you. A seducing spirit. I said beware of seducing spirits. In the name of Jesus. Beware of seducing spirits. This is not the time for you to allow a spirit to come and seduce you. No, 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 no. This is not the time. I want you to declare seducing spirits. Seducing spirits. You are too late. You are too late. Seducing spirits. Seducing spirits. You are too late. You are too late. In the name of Jesus. 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 We also learned of the lying spirits. A lying spirit will be gathering information. All lies. And it will destroy you. Actually, a lying spirit is a spirit to watch against. It's a spirit to always pray against. Because when a lying spirit finds you, you are gone. When a lying spirit targets you, you are gone. Everyone will be wondering, but how come? How did it happen? A lying spirit was sent to them. Are you here, somebody? A lying spirit. And tonight, we are saying all lying spirits out in the name of Jesus. Every lying spirit out in the name of Jesus. It is a spirit that destroys relationships. It is a spirit that will disconnect you from your divine helper. Someone who is up, the Lord will use for wealth transfer. A lying spirit will find them with a lie and you'll be disconnected. You cannot partake of wealth transfer when you are operating under a lying spirit. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? Then we were taught the spirit of bondage. The spirit of bondage. A spirit that puts you in chains. A spirit that makes sure you do not get out. A spirit that ensnares you. That you are a chain. It could be just one part of your life. So let me ask you, what if the spirit of bondage targets your finances? Can you partake of wealth transfer? No. It will just be a song. It will indeed be as if the prophet was just singing a love song. Because there is a spirit of bondage in your life. I want you to rise up on your feet. We are going to deal with all 16 spirits. We are saying, Lord, we are not letting any spirit at all separate us from wealth transfer. No spirit will do it. Not even the spirit of infirmity. It won't do it. I said not even the spirit of pride. It won't do it. Amen. Not even the spirit of error. Yes. Not the perverse spirit. Not the deaf and dumb spirit. It will listen. I said it will listen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The spirit of death that kills everything in your life. May it check out. Amen. I said it has to check out. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You spirit of error. Oh, yes. I cast you out in the name of Amen. Jesus. You perverse spirit. Yes. Out in the name of out. Jesus. You spirit of infirmity. Yes. Loose and go. Out. In the name of Jesus. Out. You deaf and dumb spirit. Yes. You spirit of death. Yes. Out in the name of out. Jesus. Every familiar spirit. Yes. 
out in the name of Jesus, every spirit of pride. Out in the name of Jesus, every spirit of fear, I cast you out. In the name of Jesus, you spirit of divination, I cast you out. In the name of Jesus, you spirit of heaviness, out in the name of Jesus, you spirit of jealousy, out in the name of Jesus, out in the name of Jesus, say juicing spirits, out in the name of Jesus, lying spirits, we cast you out. I said out in the name of Jesus, you spirit of bondage, I cast you out. Out in the name of Jesus, out in the name of Jesus, out in the name of Jesus. You know, as we are casting this spirit out. Some of you at home, now you will see that sickness is leaving you. I said that infirmity is leaving you. In the name of Jesus, some of you, when you sit down, you just think, I better die. Me, I just feel like I would die anytime. I am useless. Those thoughts, they are leaving you permanently tonight. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, some of you, you are in bondage. You don't even know what is happening. You don't also know how to walk out from tonight. I said from tonight, you are walking out in the name of Jesus. You are walking out in the name of Jesus. That deaf and dumb spirit that you've been praying and praying and praying. No answer. All the 16 spirits out of your life. I said out of your life. Out of your life. Out of your life. In the name of Jesus. I want you to declare. I want you to follow me in this prayer. All the 16 spirits. Out of my life. Out of my life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I speak the blood of Jesus. I speak the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus. I am covered by the blood of Jesus. None of the spirits. None of the spirits. Will come back in my life. Come back in my life. I will partake of what transfer. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You can have your seats. Do you think you could have partaken of wealth transfer with the spirit of jealousy lingering around? The spirit of infirmity? The spirit of death? No. So we are dealing with every hindrance. I said we are dealing with every hindrance. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. After the 16 spirits, guess what came? Palaysia. Oh my God. Boldness. Boldness. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. Boldness. Hebrews 4 16. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Let us therefore come boldly. That word boldly is the word palaysia. It means freedom of speech. Are you here somebody? Freedom of expression. The Lord is saying, come and be free to express yourself. Come and say what you want, when you want it, and how you want it. Are you here, somebody? So the Lord tonight is saying, tell me, the wealth transfer, when do you want it? How do you want it? How do you want it? Do you know the how? Or it's just the when now? Or you just know the when. <laughs> so, palaysia means you're going to the Lord with freedom of speech. That you reason with the Lord. That God, now I approach your throne of grace. 
I want to obtain mercy. And I want this to happen like this. In this fashion. In this way. At this time. Are you here somebody? Are you here somebody? If you are to partake of wealth transfer. You need to have this boldness. You need to have this boldness. Don't think no. In my family no one has ever been rich. Where do I start from? No. This is your time. The Lord has said wealth transfer. When he was saying that word to you, he knew how your grandfather struggled. He knew how your father, your brothers have struggled. And the Lord is saying, for you, I'm ready to give you wealth. Someone is busy accumulating the wealth just for you to take it. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? Palaysia. You need to have boldness. If you are to partake of wealth, you need to have boldness. If what you want is just small, small things, you are okay. But if what you want is wealth, what you need is this boldness. You need to have pleasure. This boldness brings you mercy. You obtain mercy. And sure enough, from pleasure, we went to mercy. The system of advantage. The system of advantage. Let me ask you, my son, what will make wealth to leave the one who accumulated it, the one who has worked hard for it, to leave that person to come to you? Only if you have an advantage. There should be something. You need to operate under a system of advantage. Minus mercy, you cannot partake of wealth transfer. Are you here, somebody? I am saying, what will make wealth that someone sweated for? Someone was accumulating it for their children and grandchildren and their great-grandchildren. For it to leave them to come to you. Do you think it is just praying in tongues? No. There should be a system of advantage that is working to your advantage, disadvantaging them. And that is where mercy comes in. Are you here, somebody? That is where mercy comes in. So if you are to partake of wealth transfer, you need to be in this system of advantage. This system that gives God divine acceptance. That the Lord just, you know, he just accepts you. This system that gives you divine favor. That the Lord should just favor you over the wicked one. Who is accumulating the wealth for you? Are you here somebody? Are you here somebody? You need to be in a system of advantage. You need to be in a system of advantage. If you are to partake of wealth, you need to operate in a system that makes you to have an advantage over the person that the wealth will be living. Are you here somebody? Are you here somebody? You need to have plenteous mercy. Remember, in the dimension of plenteous mercy, there is too many things that is happening. So of the too many things happening in your life, one of them will be wealth. You did not catch it. I said of the too many things happening in your life, one of them will be wealth. In the name of Jesus, surrounding mercy, that mercy will go before you and give you that advantage. To bring you that wealth. Mercy has to go before you. You need surrounding mercy. 
I said you need surrounding mercy. And if you are to keep that wealth, you need sure mercy. That no matter what happens, your mercy is sure. You are in a covenant of mercy. That no one can touch that wealth and take it out of your life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. If you want so much wealth that is even breaking international boundaries, you need great mercy. I said you need great mercy. And if you are to ever qualify for wealth transfer, you ought to be a vessel of mercy. Remember the wealth is coming so we can make Jesus famous. It will take vessels of mercy to take their wealth, to bring it in the kingdom of God, to make Jesus famous. So if you are to partake of wealth transfer, you ought to be a vessel of mercy. I said you ought to be a vessel, a carrier, that you are the one carrying mercy. That in your community, you are the carrier of mercy. In your family, you are the carrier of mercy. At your workplace, you are the one carrying mercy. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Do you remember the wonders of mercy? Do you remember the wonders of mercy? Number one, mercy triumphs over judgment. Some of you, there is a spiritual judgment in your life that no matter what happens, you will forever remain poor. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? So you hustle. You do everything. But when you just move two steps, you are back to square zero. You even go minus. Because over you, there is a judgment that you will die poor. But when mercy comes, I said when mercy comes, mercy will triumph over that judgment. In the name of Jesus, mercy will triumph over that judgment. In the name of Jesus, mercy brings shocking results. If somehow you sleep a poor man and you wake up like Joseph, a prime minister, those are shocking results. Those are shocking results. If you sleep a poor man and you wake up with wealth in the morning, that's a shocking result. So you need mercy. I said you need mercy in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Mercy humiliates and silences enemies. (laughs) Job 27. Job 27. From verse 13. Message. Job 27. From verse 13 to 23, message. I want you to pay attention. Job 27, verse 13 to 23, message translation. Message. The Bible says, This is how God treats the wicked. Are you here, somebody? Job 27, 13 to 23, message. The Bible says, I'll quote your own words back to you. This is how God treats the wicked. Remember, wealth transfer, wealth is leaving the wicked, right? It is coming to you, the righteous. So the Bible says, this is how God treats the wicked. 
This is what evil people can expect from God Almighty. Their children, all of them, will die violent deaths. They will never have enough bread to put on the table. They will be wiped out by the plague. And none of the widows will shed a tear when they are gone. Even if they make a lot of money and are resplendent in the latest fashions, it's the good who will end up wearing the clothes and the decent who will divide up the money. They build elaborate houses that won't survive a single winter. <laughs> they will build elaborate houses that won't survive a single winter. They go to bed wealthy and wake up poor. What has happened? Their wealth has left them. It has found its way to your house. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? Terror pour in on them like flash floods. A tornado snatches them away in the middle of the night. A cyclone sweeps them up, gone. Not a trace of them left. Not even a footprint. Let's go. Catastrophes relentlessly pursue them. They run this way and that, but there is no place to hide. Pummeled by the weather. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? So wealth humiliates your enemies. The Bible says this is the portion of your enemies. They will sleep with all their riches. They will wake up poor. Guess what? All their wealth will have found its way to you, the Russians. That is mercy. I said that is mercy. I said that is mercy. I receive. Another wonder of mercy is that mercy attracts all good things to you. So mercy will attract wealth to you. In the name of Jesus. Mercy brings supernatural favor. And if you were paying attention, wealth transfer is a factor of supernatural favor. Exodus chapter 3, 22 to 23, it speaks of how the Israelites would find favor. Are you here, somebody? Give us NKJV. Exodus 3, 22. But every woman shall ask of a neighbor, namely of her who dwells near her house, articles of silver, articles of gold, and clothing. And you shall put them on your sons and on your daughters. So you shall plunder the Egyptians. Give us an LT. Exodus 3.22 NLT. Every Israelite woman who asks for articles of silver and gold and fine clothing from her Egyptian neighbors and from the foreign women in their houses. You will dress your sons and daughters with these, stripping the Egyptians of their wealth. Mm -hmm. You need favor. Verse 21 speaks clearly of favor. You need favor if you are to partake of wealth transfer. So it is mercy that brings favor. Mercy brings favor, not the other way around. Mercy brings favor. You need mercy for you to partake of wealth transfer. I want you to rise up on your feet. We are going to cry for mercy. 
It's possible you are operating outside mercy. It is possible you are operating outside mercy. Outside mercy, you cannot partake of wealth transfer. So I want you to pray. Lord, may I have the system of advantage. May there be an advantage in my life that the wealth can leave the wicked and come to me. In the name of Jesus, I want to operate in the dimension of plenty mercy, great mercy. I want to be a vessel of mercy, sure mercy, surrounding mercy. Let mercy triumph over every poverty. In the name of Jesus, let mercy bring me shocking results. Let mercy humiliate my enemies. Let every good be attracted to me by mercy. In the name of Jesus, Amen. I declare over you, oh, yes. you are operating in a system of advantage. I receive. And this advantage will give you wealth. I receive. In the name of Jesus. I receive. In the name of Jesus. I receive. In the name of Jesus. I receive. You are in a system of advantage. Oh, yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Should we go on? Should we still go on? Oh, yes. We went to Daniel chapter 7, verse 1, NIV. Daniel chapter 7, verse 1, NIV. Soon after mercy, we went to Hazon. Are you there, somebody? Hazon. Daniel chapter 7, verse 1. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream, and visions passed through his mind as he was lying in bed. He wrote down the substance of his dream. The Bible says Daniel had a dream, and visions passed through his head, right? Visions passed through his mind as he was lying in bed. These visions, that's the word hazon, visions of the mind. That you can just sit down like this and you will think you are thinking. You will think it is just you thinking. And yet the spirit of God is giving you a prophetic vision. Hazon. Visions of the mind. Hazon. It could be a dream. And you're thinking it is just your mind. And yet the Holy Spirit gave you that idea. Hazon. Hazon. For you to partake of wealth, for you to be part of the people, partaking of wealth transfer, Hazon comes in two levels. Number one, pay attention. You need to have a vision, the Hazon, for you to even catch the wealth. It is that idea that will come. It is that idea that you will get from the vision of your mind that will bring wealth to you. Are you here somebody? Oh, yes. Are you here somebody? Oh, yes. Some of you, how the wealth was transfer. There is already a wicked person doing that business. But the Lord will give you an idea. The same business, you will just do it in an improved way from your hazon. And that business will close. It will be your business that will prosper. Are you here, somebody? So you need hazon for you to partake of wealth transfer. And you also need it when the wealth comes. Are you here, somebody? What happens when the Lord today, if the Lord today can give you $10 million, what will happen? Have you prepared yourself? Do you have a vision of your mind? 
do you know what you will do? If you don't have a zone, that can be the end of you. Are you here, somebody? If you don't have a zone, that can be your end and not a blessing. You ought to have a zone for you to know how to use the wealth, how to maximize it and not deplete it. Haven't you seen people who were so rich, but now they have nothing? They did not have a zone. So the things got to them. They were not even ready. They have no idea what to do. They don't even know what to do. So instead of investing money into proper assets, all they would do is to buy cars, 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 cars. You even have 50 cars, no house, no property. Her zone is lacking. Are you here, somebody? Her zone is lacking. You have all the money and all you're doing is dress, 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 dress. Where is the wealth that you will keep for your children? Are your children going to inherit your dresses? No. By the time you are, they are grown, that fashion will be gone. <laughs> Hazon. You ought to have Hazon. You ought to invest that wealth. That the next generation and the other ones after that, even if they don't do anything, Already there is wealth. Are you here, somebody? You ought to invest in something that appreciates. I'm not saying don't buy cars. No, that is not what I'm saying. I'm not saying don't buy uh, fashionable clothes. No, that is not what I'm saying. I am saying have the hazon that you can invest your wealth. That you can maximize it, not deplete it. Don't be like those ones who once were worthy. Now they are like anyone else. Now they are even beyond poor. No. The wealth that is coming is a wealth that you should keep. Amen. Is a wealth that should affect your children and their children and their children. Amen. Are you here, somebody? Oh, yeah. Are you here, somebody? That wealth should be a blessing. Amen. A blessing on your family. Amen on your children and their children their children are you here somebody are you here somebody the wealth that is coming you better have a hazon a clear one that this is what i will do that that wealth your children should not struggle their children should not struggle even their children should not struggle they should know that they had a grandmother who had a hazon and because of that hazon, even them, they will not struggle. They will even be very comfortable with their life. That even if they are gone, there are children who enjoy the wealth. So you need hazon. I said you need hazon. If up to now, you have no vision of the mind, let me tell you, it is time for you to go into prayer and fasting. Ask the Lord, Lord, this wealth that you are bringing, what will I do? Give me a prophetic vision. Give me a vision of the mind. Give me an, an idea. An idea that will keep the wealth, multiply it, and let it be an inheritance to generations to come. Are you here, somebody? Oh, yes. Are you here, somebody? Oh, yes. Let that be an inheritance. Let it not just be something you enjoy. Two years, it is gone. Mm-mm. Wealth is not a Toyota Corolla. Are you here, somebody? That you have after two years, it is gone. No. Wealth is something 
that will still give you money. Even if you are injured two years later, you will still have more than enough money coming because you have wealth. Are you here, somebody? That's the difference between money and wealth. Wealth is something that you can live for generations to come. Money goes when you go. Are you here, somebody? Oh, yes. So you need her zone. You need her zone. And after her zone, end of the matter. My God. End of the matter. We hear in the Bible about Solomon. A man who was so wealthy. The Bible actually says there is no man who was as wealthy as Solomon. Do you know what happened in the time of Solomon? There was no war. Solomon is one king who enjoyed rest. Wealth must come with rest. Amen. Can I say it again? Oh, yes. Wealth must come with rest. Amen. You are getting your wealth. You are also receiving rest. I receive. Are you here somebody? Oh, yes. Are you here somebody? Yes. With wealth, there should also be rest. Remember, money is a weapon. Are you here somebody? Oh, Remember, money is a weapon. So you cannot enjoy wealth when there are matters still hanging. That's why there was the end of the matter. Are you here, somebody? Oh, yeah. That is why the prophet came with the end of the matter. Because it is only when the matter ends that you can enjoy your wealth. The Bible speaks of Solomon. Even the people that were enemies to David, they were friends to Solomon. Wealth. Are you here, somebody? Oh, yes. Wealth. Some of your enemies, all you need to do is just buy them a house. They will be quiet forever. Are you here, somebody? Some of the people, they fight you because they are so poor. And the Lord is blessing you too much. So they just can't take it. You just need to buy them a mansion. Give them a house. Give them a bank account that this is your card. There is one million dollars. They will never fight you again. You will be at rest. I'm saying you will be at rest. You will be resting. Solomon, all the neighboring kings, even kings from afar, they were coming with things to Solomon. The people that were enemies to his father, they were close allies of Solomon. Why? Wealth. Are you here, somebody? Oh, yes. Are you here, somebody? Oh, yes. I am saying wealth comes with rest. Rise up on your feet. We are going to declare the end of every matter. Everything that is rising in your life. Whether it be a battle. Whether it is a sickness. Whether it's an argument. End of that matter. Whether it is an issue that has been there for too long. End of the matter. In the name of Jesus. We are declaring that we are partaking of the wealth with rest. In the name of Jesus. I want you to pray for the vision of the mind. That the Lord will give you her zone. That you'll be able to multiply your wealth. 